welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, a.k.a. MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by two prebubescent teens in a trench coat. That's me, Kelsey Starr, and my podcasting partner, noted Twitter celebrity and level 87 adult, Megan Fowler. Hi. That's uh, quite the intro. I was not expecting any of that. Uh, good thing I can edit all of this out. Yeah. All right, do your thing. That was my thing. It's your turn now. Oh, it's my turn. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Gotta follow the schedule. Why do I write a schedule? I don't know what's happening. Okay, um, yeah, like Kelsey said, this is the Garbage Fire Podcast. And this is about being absolute fiery trash for all the things you care about. Expressing your passion, obsession, and love for some or all of the things that can get you through each day. And being willing to go into a dumpster for your fandom. Everything we will discuss is through an unironic and non-judgmental lens, except for Patrick Kane, because he is actually literal trash. And now I'll transition to my soft and sexy NPR voice. My passions include Taylor Hall, the teen drama Riverdale, sleeping seven hours a night, and pretending to be an adult. My garbage fire cred is that I once followed Taylor Hall across the continent and have notification alerts on my phone for his social media. And when these things happen, my trash-like, trash-like existence and heart is set aflame and I feel born anew. I don't even know how to follow that. <laughs> this is why you type things out ahead of time. Apparently, I don't know what to do. Um, what am I supposed to say? Your trash cred. My trash cred. What am I trashy about? I'm trashy about Fast and Furious movies, uh, the TV show Pitch. Because it's grown-up lumberjack Zach Morris, and it's the greatest thing in the world. Um, I'm also super trashy about Taylor Hall, uh, Brett Favre, um, the Oilers just in general. That's pretty much it. My real trash cred, I don't know if I have any that meets what Kelsey has. I've never followed an athlete across a continent. I did once run through West Edmonton Mall to get Dan McGillis's autograph. I'm sorry, who? He was an oiler. Was I unborn at the time? (laughs) No, I was like 13 (laughs) or 14. Uh, And I also waited 45 minutes outside the Hard Rock Cafe in West Edmonton Mall to get Ryan Smith's autograph. I was going to say too long for that other dude, but 45 minutes is a significant investment to get Smitty's autograph. And Doug Waite was there too. Ooh. Uh, Mike Greer, Renberry, David Oliver, and we didn't have a camera. I still don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) There's a there's an age gap here. There is an age gap. It's true. I'm old. Do you want to talk about how we know each other? Yeah. Um so Kelsey and I are both teachers. Uh we teach high school English and we talk together for a year and a half she subbed for me a while before we started working together and she showed up outside my classroom one day and i thought she was a student and story she was actually life. asking if i had any resources for her and then we discovered that we both love taylor hall and now we're sitting in my kitchen recording a podcast <laughs> 
It's been a wild ride. <laughs> so since Kelsey and I are both big Oilers fans and big hockey fans, we both listened to Puck Soup off Nerdist Industries, and I was listening to their trade deadline episode accidentally at one and a half times the speed, and I was laughing so hard I was crying. And then I thought to myself, hey, Kelsey and I could do this, so here we are. <laughs> if you hate it, you can blame Greg Wachinski and Dave Lowe, so it's all their fault. Classic deflection. 100%. Don't blame us for this lack of quality. <laughs> but the other thing, too, that I think is interesting, um, on Puck Soup, their first guest was Katie Nolan from mm-hmm. uh, Garbage Time with Katie Nolan, and I really enjoyed that episode. Um, and I like what they do, and I like the tack that they take, but I think sometimes it would be nice to have more female voices talking about sports and pop culture stuff. And so that's, I guess, what we're doing. I don't know. Yeah, I totally agree. A lot. I I consume so many podcasts in a week, and I realized many of them are male voices. Not that there's anything wrong with that. They're all very different, diverse topics and focuses, but it especially in sports at times is hard to get a female voice not that this podcast is only about sports whatsoever but what I like about this idea is it's about being passionate in a non-negative way about things a lot of the rhetoric especially right now with what happened last night is very negative and that's not what we're trying to achieve here in case you're wondering, today's March 29th, and the Oilers clinched a playoff spot for the first time in 11 years. And Kelsey got a little internet famous last night. Again. Again, <laughs> for like the second time. The first time was when she followed Taylor Hall across the continent and got a retweet, and Which I was I, super jealous. I still get likes on that tweet like once a week. It's out of control. I'm just waiting for him to DM you. Oh, God. You'd never hear from me ever again. I'd be, I'd be gone. I'd be really sad if I didn't hear from you ever again, but it'd be for a good cause. So it's okay. Anyway. It'd be understandable. Oilers playoffs. So first time in 11 years, and Kelsey got a little bit internet famous last night because she said something about where she was 11 years ago, and I thought it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So 11 years ago, I was in grade 11, in Red Deer, living Boo. the dream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And dating a Flames fan. Dating a Flames who she's fan. Who now married who to. Who I'm now married to. And it still just grind my gears. He got to go to a playoff game. I think it was second round with his dad. Also a Flames fan. <sighs> should have should have realized that and it was not a good decision to make. But married to him. Still trying to make that work. <laughs> I, do, I think I must mention this. I do drag my husband on Twitter a lot. So if you do follow me, there's a lot of shit about Chris there. But he's a great husband. He's a doctor. He is. She's so mean to him. Oh, he's just got that ego, man. A part of my life <laughs> focus is to check the ego. So not that he's on Twitter or sees it, but that's what I attempt to do. So anyway, um... I did get Twitter famous again, sort of, for for saying that 11 years ago, I was in grade 11, and now I teach grade 11, so real full circle, oh my god, I'm still in high school (laughs) moment for me. Yeah, I've been in high school for a really long time, too. Um, 11 years ago, I was still in university, finishing my degree, and I was working full-time at the pool. So during that playoff run, I remember working, 
and then going to overtime on the south side which is now the provincial i think whatever it's called and that's where we spent most of our time and our money so 11 years later i don't have any money to go to the bar to watch playoff games and i'll probably not go did you then any. though oh not at all <laughs> no priorities no. were different way different way 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 different but there was no way i was gonna miss I think we did the math once and we figured if we spent even 20 bucks a game, we came out way, way behind. Oh, really? Oh, Is yeah. that bad? Yeah, but I think we mostly spent closer to 40. A couple pints of beer, some appetizers, a meal, maybe dessert, like three times a week for two months. Yeah, that's incredible. It was ridiculous. I don't. I was seventeen at the time. I don't have that experience. So I was twenty-three. That age gap we were talking about. There you go. Um, it's not a big age gap, but she doesn't know who Dan McGillis is. So there's that. No, I don't. He kissed Todd Marchant after Todd Marchant scored the winning goal. Oh. In that game in Dallas in 1997. It was just I don't potato. know if he, if he actually kissed him, or but that's what it looks like on TV. It was just two potatoes kissing, so I didn't bother learning any information. Potatoes. We should probably make like a guide of what we're talking about. Like a slang guide? Yeah. Like potato, Milan Lucic. He's a potato. I think if you can't potato. infer, we're lost here. Just qualify. Okay, sure. All right, all right. So yeah, Oilers playoffs is kind of exciting, actually. Um... The city's excited. I wasn't at the game last night because I don't have any money, but um, from all my friends who were there, I guess the building was super electric and it was lots of fun. And it looked pretty fun on TV. It was one of the few times watching that I didn't feel like Roger's place was dead. And mm-hmm. I definitely almost just called it Rexel. It's a habit. It I was there it. on Saturday versus Colorado, and even then, it was starting to build people new, especially from maybe just working from that victory over Colorado the few days before it was something was building it was it was exciting and that wasn't even a clinching game or anything I can't imagine what it was like last night even though I did get offered tickets and I had just gotten home from the gym sweaty af dodged that f-bomb for you Megan and had poutine in the oven warming so I made I made an adult decision to Stay, stay home. You ate poutine, though. Is that really an adult decision? I had, had salad, green beans, Rogers. and lentils. Plus poutine. <laughs> so half a good adult choice. Yes. And the other half is just like eating tater tot poutine, basically. Which is a thing we should probably do someday. I'm not crazy about the tots. What? No. What? No. Oh, man, they're so good. So anyway, playoffs? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, every once in a while, I write stuff about the Oilers at theoilersrig.com. Uh, you can find stuff that I've written there, I guess, if you want. I wrote last night's post game, and that was lots of fun. Um, but I found last night, checking out on Twitter, already, like within half an hour of the Oilers clinching their playoff spot, people were just angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure why. Like, they're in the playoffs. That's great. Mm-hmm. Let's just roll with it for a while. Like, 24 hours even before we get mad about stuff. And what were they angry about? They were mad that there were some comments coming from fans of other teams about, oh, well, the Oilers lucked into Connor McDavid. But, like, that's how the draft lottery works. Yeah. How else do you get better? You suck. 
you're rewarded with a high draft pick, ideally. You know, we sucked for a long time. Unless you're the Oilers, because then you trade away Ryan Smith, and then you lose 13 games in a row, and then win one and lose, like, nine more. And then you are terrible for three years. And then you draft Taylor Hall, and you expect... R.I.P. In our hearts. But not in our hearts. Never. (laughs) Never. Then you expect this 18-year-old kid to carry your team that has suspect goaltending and no defense... And then you win the draft lottery again, and you draft, instead of Gabriel Landeskog, you take Ryan Nuge and Hopkins. And I have nothing against Nuge. I think he's great, but I would have taken Landeskog in a mm-hmm. heartbeat. And then the next year, you draft Neil Yakupov first overall, and we all know how that turned out. Um, but again, year after year, young kids you're relying on. We teach teenagers each day. Oh, and they're just. They're so dumb. No. They're they so. Really d- I are. love them. All a hundred, twenty. Love them, but, but can't believe they get to school someday. No, together no. alive with like shoes on. Yes. So how can you expect some teen, even though they've been practicing this game all them life, to suddenly change things? I think that's so unfair. So I'm glad that we've had this space. We've got more vets ready. Maroon has been fantastic. Love him. There's so many more pieces here than there was That's four true. or five years That's ago. That's very true. Um, my favorite piece is gone. Mm-hmm. And Ditto. I'll probably cry about it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, my Twitter name is Megan Salty AF, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. I was thinking about it last night, and I'm a little annoyed that he doesn't get to be part of this playoff push. 100%. Only because, for a long time, he was carrying the team on his back. And I made that joke, I think with Kelsey, last week or the week before, that the reason he's not playing in the World Championships is because his back is sore from carrying all these other hockey players for seven years. That's fair. But anyway, we won't talk about Taylor Hall anymore. That's for, for like... our second podcast. <laughs> Taylor no, Hall we'll talk about it later. Just like not right now, because we're going to talk about the Oilers, the current <laughs> Oilers, in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, so there's lots of people talking about, oh, the Oilers got lucky and they drafted Connor McDavid. But at the same time, like, yeah, they drafted Connor McDavid. And does anyone know how shitty they had to be mm-hmm. to be able to draft Connor McDavid? My God. Boy, does that boy skate. He's phenomenal. He's so good. He's not as good as Crosby. <laughs> and we I'm just super lost. Sydney Crosby too, by the way. <laughs> we just lost two of our four listeners from that statement. <laughs> Probably. My mom will laugh. So, you know, I'm a listener. Hi, Mom. Um, but yeah, so he's great. And I mean, he gets to lead this team into the playoffs. And there's guys with playoff experience. And mm-hmm. I'm super excited. But here's what I would like to see is for people on Twitter to not worry what fans of other teams think mm-hmm. just like enjoy this oh enjoy it love each other everybody love everybody because we have no idea when it's coming back no it has been a full third of my life since they've been in the playoffs mm-hmm. more than that for and me. like some of you know of the two of you that are still listening know this <laughs> i had a, a tire fire as a twitter picture for four years and it, if i remember correctly i changed it after they lost Six nothing to Nashville during the lockout year. I was living in Ireland and I'd gotten up at like two o'clock in the morning to watch this stupid game and they lost and I was so angry. So I changed my Twitter picture 
And I thought to myself, oh, it'll be funny if I leave it until they make the playoffs again. And then the next year... Didn't happen again. Didn't happen. But I made a deal with my cousin that I would legitimately keep it until they made the playoffs. And so last night, finally, after four years, my Twitter picture is not a tire fire. It is Andy Dufresne after he crawled out of the sewer pipe. Love it. And it's not original, and I don't care. It's a relief. Mm -hmm. And also now looking at my Twitter timeline, I wonder who Andy Dufresne is. Because I don't recognize (laughs) that it's me. So anyway. So true. It really threw me off. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit weird looking at it this morning and seeing a whole bunch of other people with Andy Dufresne. And with X's in front of the name. Oh, damn, I get on this. But my Twitter name changes way too often. Right now it's Tire Fire Stire, so I'm going to keep that. For a while it was For branding purposes, it's good. (laughs) Yeah, it was noted Taylor Hall fan for a while, which was that was from the NHL.com article yeah. that they wrote about her when she flew to New Jersey. You guys have been to interviewed twice. <laughs> Once by you. And yeah. this is like, this technically is the third interview. Is it really though? <laughs> I'm not even asking any questions. We're just like talking. That's true. It's true. I don't know. This is pretty much what we would do at work. Mm-hmm. We just have microphones now. So I you just feel bad for our kids. I just stroll over. We just look at each other knowingly like... Yeah. You know what Taylor Hall did last night, and I do too. <laughs> Sometimes I didn't want to know. There are things I don't need to know. No. No. But there would be times, the last time we worked together, our classrooms were across the hall, and I would yell after school. I'd be like, Kelsey, come check this out! And she would come over, and it would just be something stupid. Mm-hmm. Mostly about Taylor Hall. And even though we work at different schools now, we still communicate the same amount. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Twitter, email, texting, yeah, Instagram. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's a little bit. So yeah, so we're gonna go to the playoffs, and it's gonna be super fun. And I really hope the others get more than two home playoff games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm keeping my expectations super low because 2006 almost killed me. I know, and I think that's the key here is maybe not necessarily low expectation but realistic ones not that i'm not like in my heart wishing they could go all the way but we've been burned before people we need to keep expectations realistic yeah and i mean if we're being honest that 2006 cup run shouldn't have happened um a lot of weird pieces together to make that happen. Yeah, and they would have won the cup if it hadn't have been for Marc-Andre Bergeron. So maybe that's something to talk about, is who is this year's Marc-Andre Bergeron? Who is going to hurt Cam Talbot? Hmm. I'm going to blame Matt Hendricks. Yeah, or... Eric Griva. One of the two. And it's not going to be We don't be really on have a whipping boy now that Yak's gone. And now that <laughs> Taylor Hall's gone. I feel like we need like a keyword or <laughs> a sound effects to overlay when his name is said. Because it's probably 50 times at this point. It could be a drinking game. Oh, God. Mike Eaton is loaded right now. <laughs> I'm He's like... our other listener. <laughs> Him and my mom. That's it. That's all we got. Um, but yeah, no, there's no real whipping boy, but I feel like if someone, if it's going to be somebody, it'll be like a, a bottom pair defenseman or like a mm, fourth line mm, guy. Like that's Gouliot. what's going to happen. Bouliot. Yeah, there you go. It's going to be his fault. It'll be a bad, fucking, oh, sorry. There's the F word. Okay. Bad penalty that somehow also takes out Talbot. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be the end. 
And then hopefully that happens before the cup final so we don't all get our hopes up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in the second round. But either way, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. You can you can really feel the energy now. It's a lot better than having them play exciting last place hockey. Now it's exciting almost first place <laughs> hockey. And like, what does that even mean? I don't know. Like, it's been so long. We've been in the desert just wandering around. And like, I don't like to talk trash about other teams because my teams are always garbage except for the Green Bay Packers. Um, mm, this is a great. We need a psychologist on to really get into these really issues. Do. But like, I'm a Riders fan, and so I can't make fun of anybody for anything because the Riders can't count. And if they could have counted, they would have won the Grey Cup, 2009 <laughs> or what, 10 or whatever. Whatever year that, that was. year was. Um, that was just devastating. And so like, just having playoffs and knowing that we're gonna get at the minimum four more Oilers games this year than we had last year, mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm here for this. It's bonus hockey. It is bonus hockey. And it should be pretty good. Maybe? I don't know. I, I think it will be good. I am afraid. I've said this a number of times, but I feel like we're a good one team, one game team. But I don't know how we're going to do for seven games against someone like the Sharks. Yeah, I'm not yet convinced they can beat the same team four times. Like, I know they beat Calgary in the season series, but it wasn't consecutive. It's not games. a grinding playoff schedule. Yeah. Travel's different. Prep is different. That's true. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Um, do I want them to do well? Yes. Do I of want course. the Oilers to win another Stanley Cup? Absolutely. Do I think it's going to happen this year? Probably not. But we're going to have fun. We are going to have some fun. We're going to have fun, and we're not going to give people shit on Twitter for it. No. No. Especially because the playoffs are supposed to be fun for everybody. Mm-hmm. And like, except for the the Chicago Blackhawks, because fuck those guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, after that NHL 100 list came out, and like Jonathan Taves is on there, he's good, but he's not great. And a week ago, maybe on Twitter, Sarah Spain, who writes at ESPN, who we and love, we love her. Like, don't take this the wrong way. We think she's phenomenal. But she asked something about about whether or not there was a better leader. And player for a team than Jonathan Taves and my immediate response was Sidney Crosby mm-hmm. because I could talk about how great Sidney Crosby is forever um, but Jonathan Taves is not that leader and I can't get behind anybody who cheers for Patrick Kane no. even just as a hockey player no because he's a garbage human being mm-hmm. and like we have decided that we sort of ironically belong in a garbage fire Patrick Kane maybe belongs in an actual garbage fire. Yeah, and this is the only true negative to negativity yeah. we'll be here is no, and I'm done with this. Is Patrick Kane face of the NHL BS? Quit it with that. Yeah, there's so many better choices. So like PK, give PK a chance. Oh my God, have you seen his RW Co. advertisements? Oh yeah, and all of the great stuff that he does yes. in the community. Why isn't he on Ellen every day? Um, well, I have a theory. <laughs> it's a bad one. It's not a bad one. No, it's, I think bad it's bad. It is truth is bad. It's because he's not a white boy, mm-hmm. and that's we'll just leave it's it not there because this it's is going to go down a hole. We don't need this to go down. Not no. yet, because Mike Eaton might not be listening anymore. <laughs> so now it's just my mom. even it's just Ram. Like, bye, Mike. We love you. <laughs> We do. You, you just followed me on Twitter, and I'm so ticked about that. You just followed you? just you? did. What? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, you want to talk about Fast 8? I do want to talk about Fast 8 and how there might be a scheduling dilemma. 
because I bought tickets for Fast and Furious 8. It comes out on April the 14th, which is Good Friday, so that's super awesome. Mm -hmm. But there's a Thursday night showing. So I bought tickets for, like, the 7 o'clock Thursday night show. But what if the Oilers make the playoffs? Well, they have made the playoffs. What if their game is at, like, 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock? Will that be game one? No, No, it would be game one. Because the playoffs start on the the 12th. 12th, right. So I really hope that their first game is either the 12th or the 14th. Because I also really want to see Fast and Furious 8 on the Thursday. I don't want anyone to spoil it for me. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be garbage. It's going to be absolute trash. And I'm okay with that. Because all those movies are trash. This is what we call in Social 20 contending loyalties. This is contending loyalties. Um, <laughs> I've been a fan of the Fast and Furious movies since I was 18. So like 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time I went was because a friend of mine thought Paul Walker was hot. Fair. And that's why we went. And I was like, oh, this movie's going to be stupid. And it was, and I loved it. It really, I haven't watched since Tokyo Drift. You so are I'm missing way the best ones. I know. I tried with, oh, I forget which one, number four. Four is not great. Five is good. It's like a legit standalone movie. There's a story, a yeah. coherent plot, and The Rock is in it, and it's amazing. Yeah, I, I haven't. The first one with The Rock is the best. I think it's because of the sexual tension between him and Vin Diesel. That's my theory, because they're on opposite sides. Yeah. And by six, they're on the same team, and it's not quite as good. No. And seven's ludicrous. But amazing. Ludicrous as in Luda, or the word ludicrous? Both. (laughs) Both of them. Um, So yeah, Fast and Furious 8, I'm super excited about it, because I know the movies are terrible, but like, they convinced Helen Mirren to be in it, so it can't be all bad. Mm Mm-hmm. And know. fair play to Helen Mirren. Get that paycheck, girl. Why not? Your time is running out. Like, those movies are a license to print money. Mm-hmm. Like, really and truly. All for it. Because I will probably see it three times in theaters. Three? Oh, probably. How many times did you see Civil War? Twice. In theaters, twice. I've seen it many times since. It's on that Netflix now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen Fast Five probably 50 times. Oh, my God. It's still my PBR from 2012. On your PVR? Yeah, I could show you right now. It's <laughs> I believe it. On my PVR. I don't need the demonstration. I haven't deleted it. It is my go-to when I'm like cleaning stuff or in the kitchen, washing the dishes, or I just need some noise and I don't want to listen to music. That is my go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, super trashy. And I'm okay with it. Is it something that you seek out spoilers for or are you going in spoiler fresh? Uh, no, I've watched the trailer about a hundred times. The first trailer dropped in December, and I had a concert that I was singing in that night. And I watched it in the basement of a church like four times. I was super excited about it. And then the most recent trailer came out a couple weeks ago, and I watched it at work after school. And I put it up on the smart board, shut the lights off, and Get it was the full incredible. experience. Oh yeah, it was hundred mm-hmm. percent. Oh, so good. And then I watched it four or five times at work. And then one of the guys that I work with was like, what are you looking at? And I showed him, and he was like, man, that movie looks so terrible. I was like, I know, I can't wait. <laughs> I love it. Pretty much. That's that's pretty much it. Like, I don't... I'm I, excited for you. I'm super excited. You how should... many How many more can they do? Apparently, there's going to be 10 total. After the seventh one, he said there was going to be three more, and he is Vin Diesel. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. This is the problem with Fast and Furious. The first one was good. The second one was not as good because Vin Diesel wasn't in it. The third one, Tokyo Drift, was hot garbage because Vin Diesel and wasn't in it. And not in a good it. way. And not like our way. No, just terrible. Garbage fire, Oilers garbage fire. <laughs> terrible. Um, but the timeline is the problem. 
And so Kelsey and I both listened to How Did This Get Made? Oh, the best. And um, if you haven't, you should probably listen to their episodes on Fast Five, Fast Six, and Fast Seven because they are incredible. I haven't seen those movies, and I will listen to that podcast. I think I've heard Fast Eight or seven. yeah, Fast Seven, probably Is six that the one times. with Adam Scott? They're all with Adam oh, yeah, Scott. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. they bring him back every yeah. time. It's and cool. June never watches the movies, or she does. But she, she does immediately erases them from her brain, I don't which I her. really understand because they're garbage. But anyway, so here's. Here's the timeline of the movies. It goes one, two, four, five, three, six, three ish. Seven. Seven. Because the one Han dies Han in three. Dies at the end of three. three. Well, he dies in three, but he is also dead at the end of six. And so that's where the two worlds merge. Because so after they go from LA and they kind of and Han goes back to Tokyo after Giselle dies and if I'm spoiling these for you I don't care um yeah people even I haven't seen these movies and I know this information you can't complain about spoilers right now so yeah he Han leaves LA after Giselle dies and then he goes back to Tokyo and he dies at the end of Tokyo Drift but he also dies at the end of Fast 6 and that's like where the worlds merge and so mm. then when 7 rolls around the two timelines have merged. But it's so dumb because Tokyo Drift is the only movie in that timeline. I feel like it's going to be like an Avengers situation where they're going to bring uh, Lucas Black's character, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. back for like one of these movies. I don't know. But I'm kind of hoping that it's also an Avengers situation in that the guys from the Fast and Furious show up in the next Avengers movie because that would oh, be well, the most incredible thing in the world. They are essentially superheroes. It's not about cars anymore. No. It's not about cars. No. It's not about racing. It's about fans. Is that good? Game. Did I nail you it? You did it. You did a pretty good job. That was good. Um, it's it's really good. Really. It's a wonderful story. It's about family coming together and like family values. right and yeah. family values and like, I don't know, booty shorts a lot still, which is such a weird thing. They've moved away from like the street racing, but they can't get away from the booty, booty shorts. Booty shorts. Just like the Oilers can't. My Twitter feud. Sorry. I won't get into that. So, yeah, I'm super excited about Fast and Furious 8. And also the Baywatch movie, and the common denominator here is clearly The, the Rock. Rock. <laughs> 100%. He retweeted a tweet of mine, and I almost died. Oh, that's your that's your connection. That is, yeah, that's true. That's your version of flying across the is continent to see Taylor Hall. Is it, though? Because Taylor Hall also retweeted you. There's a quote to you, too. Yeah. It was amazing. He it saw my amazing. face. He did see your he face. He saw my face. And he actively chose to retweet that. I With met... your face in it. I know. Just saying. Oh, Do you remember when we, we got his autograph? Yes. Oh my god, he seen my face twice? So. <laughs> to repeat, <laughs> happily married. <laughs> to a doctor. Let's keep this in mind. So we went Who to will name nameless, other than Chris. Um... We went to the season ticket holder autograph session, not this season, obviously, because Taylor Hall wasn't there, but last season, I got tickets from my dad um, through his work, and so we went, and we went into Rexall, and we lined up, and we got- We beelined to him. We We're really like, not did. messing around with anybody else. We no really other did. potatoes, straight for Taylor Hall. So, he was at a table, I think, with Mark Latestu, I think was the two of them at that table, um, and so we're standing in line, and no, while we're standing there- Latestu? I think it was. Because we have that, there was like Justin Schultz was at another table and people were walking. Grabo was at the other table with right, Schultz, with Schultz and, and Pacarinen, maybe. Pacarinen, yeah, Eero, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're in line, and all of a sudden I hear this Miss Fowler, 
and one of my grade 10 students is also in line for Taylor Hall's autograph. And Which I was, is so the worst space for those really two is. worlds to collide. It was a really terrible. So I was trying to play it cool, but really I just wanted his autograph. And she was 15, and so like... More appropriate. Way more appropriate. 100% more appropriate. But we got his autograph, and so I made Kelsey go first, and she had taken a, a t-shirt, a Taylor Hall t-shirt, mm-hmm. and then... A jersey. Yeah, it was a shirt, yeah, like a Taylor Hall jersey. And so he signs it, and then she walks away, and I get this t-shirt signed, and then as we're walking away from the table, she turns to me, and she's like, he smiled at me. <laughs> because... He really did. I stood too long. <laughs> I did not collect the merch fast enough and go with the flow. Just stared. Eye contact. Life made. I'm surprised you're still alive, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. It was pretty bad. I sweat a bucket that day. We were ridiculous. Just absolutely ridiculous. It was a good and time. then we, and Connor McDavid was also signing autographs. So we were both like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Yeah, and then we, we got dry. We did. We got dry sidle. Which was gorgeous and as well. And Ferentz. And Ferentz, yeah. Which is kind of weird because, you know, wasn't playing or anything. No. I did have a chat with him, though, which was nice. Oh, yeah, about his wedding ring mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, I yeah. had the same one. Um, so we were also, then we went and lined up for um, Graba and Pacarina and then Schultz, and it was a really small lineup. Like it was really small. just for Graba for the whole beard the action. Beard was pretty good. Yeah. So we got the autographs, and Schultz was the last one, and there was literally people in line in front of us walking straight past Schultz. It was real sad. And not getting his autograph. And I was just thinking to myself, like, just take the pre-signed card. Yeah. And don't be a dick. Like, he's still a human being with feelings. Mm-hmm. He's also now a Stanley Cup champion, so... Jokes on us. Hashtag goalers. He could potentially be a Norris Trophy finalist at some point in time, which would just be peak oiler, really. Mm-hmm. There's just something about this team where players struggle, players struggle here, and then they crash and burn, and they go somewhere else, and it's like the world has been lifted on their shoulders. That's because they don't have media breathing down their necks and fans stopping them at the gas station and being like, oh, you know what you should have done last night on the power play? Yeah, the patience to deal with that is admirable. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Mm -mm. Um, I'm just looking at my phone. There's an alert from the score saying that Packers coach Mike McCarthy believes that Aaron Rodgers could play well into his 40s. And if that is true, I am here for that. (laughs) I could spend a lot of time talking about Aaron Rodgers, too. But we won't. much for that. But we won't. Maybe some other time. God, am I going to have to start watching football? You might have to. (sighs) not that terrible i got lots of people on board with the packers my friend amanda came with me to green bay for mm-hmm. a game which was like the greatest weekend of my life that's something super trashy i cried when i walked into atrium at lambeau field i'm all for that like, that's the definition cried you think i didn't cry when taylor hall scored two goals at the devil's game oh my god yeah i bet you did i was super jealous yeah i was amazing. super happy because i got to watch it on nhl network because it was like a free preview, but you were there. I was there. I was very jealous. It was, I was telling my dad, I just went for lunch with my dad. We were talking about how, like, we wish we could win the lottery and be freed from so many things in our life that are terrible. But I was telling him out on the uh, Oilers game on Saturday, the 50-50 was like $77,000, whatever. At the Devil's game in Newark, it was $9,000 was the winning ticket. And I could not believe that. And that was before everybody knew that the Devils were a giant. Mm-hmm. That was open season opener, day one. And it was sold out, wasn't it? Yes. 9,000, wow. Like, my dad and I went 
to the game when the Devils were here. As and, did I. Yeah, I remember. I waved at you. I was sitting down in like this fancy tier one. Tier seats. one. We didn't pay for them, otherwise we wouldn't have been there. Classic tier one move. Oh, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> totally got them, got them from my dad's friend. Um, but we were sitting down there, and we each bought $20 worth of 50-50 tickets mm-hmm. because we both had $20 bills in our pockets, and we are like, okay, here you go. And I don't know what it was that night, probably $75,000. Probably seventy or eighty. yeah. It's ridiculous. It's just 9, a weird... 000. It's just wow. a weird culture thing. I don't know. Yeah. Like, from our mindset... I don't usually buy them because my terrible husband, here we go, Trash and Chris, he believes it's a form of gambling. Well, it is. Yes. But it's also like supporting a cause, which I It's can for get charity, but there's a chance that you win. Yeah. Whatever. You know, 50 50. Um, so I don't usually do them. I'll do them if I'm not with him. But Ooh. even so. Oh, I know. Even here we're getting. What if you won? Would you tell him? If you bought it, if he wasn't mm. there? What would I do? I pay off my student loan. That'd be number one. How how would you explain that away? We don't share bills. He doesn't know. All right, all right. Just a lot of secrets, Megan. (laughs) Just making married life sound real great. It is. Uh It's the greatest. Mm -hmm. Does he know you're doing this? No. (laughs) Well, there you go. Point (laughs) point proven. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But still, I don't understand why. It, I've heard in Colorado it's the same deal. 50-50s aren't a thing. I'd love to hear people know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, Clay, if you're listening, tell me why people don't buy 50-50 tickets at Avs games. Other than the fact that they're just garbage. But but still, when the Oilers were yeah. garbage here. That was like the most fun. Yes. You you wait until the 50 number has been called and then you and go And then home. you go, yeah. So when it's, it's like halfway through the third period. Yeah. So you see most of the game. You've probably bought like 19 crack beers. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're having a good night and everybody's happy. Yep. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. Yeah, that's really weird. I don't know. Because I remember the World Juniors when they were here. It was like 150? Um, Dad and I went to the New Year's Eve game against the Americans. And we spent, whatever, I think 20 bucks a piece on 50-50. And I think that night, the pot was like Mm $150,000 for the winner. And then at the gold medal game in Calgary, I think it was $250,000. Which is nuts. Or 235 or something like that for the winner. That's insane. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they do that in other places. I don't know if they get that same um, interest level, I guess, in that. And it is gambling. Your husband's not wrong, but like, but it's I not also like wonder, feeding the slot machine. Does it reflect? This is going real deep for garbage. Oh. <laughs> does it reflect the economic conditions of the people who actually go to games? Then it might. That might be it. Because like, Newark, if you've got a lot of people who don't pay a lot of money for their tickets because they get them from work or from yeah. Um, the n- tickets to the Devils game are so cheap. We were row eight. Lower bowl, 80 bucks. A seat? Yeah. Holy. And it, we bought them 11 days before the game opener. Dad and I went when the Devils were in town, and our seats face value were like $305. Mm-hmm. We were like right behind the Devils bench, which was the greatest place to be that night. But. Oh, you were so close. I was so close. You were so I tried close. so hard. Any good photos? I don't remember you saying uh, No, photos. I didn't really get any good ones. I was a little bit emotional. Mm. Um. And then oh, they did the video I, cried. I, I cried. I cried. And my, I felt bad for my dad because he just had to put up with my garbage. I know. I was ready to put your dad on blast. Yeah. 
if he wasn't going to be supportive. But the little girl beside me was probably my favorite part of that game, because she was also very clearly a Taylor Hall fan. Mm-hmm. And... She's got good taste. She does, but she didn't want to take her jacket off because she was wearing a Hall jersey. And then when the tribute happened and he got the standing ovation, she, like, whipped her jacket off like it was going out of style. And then when the Devils scored their first goal, I think, I thought he had scored. Um, And he only... He got an assist because he got tipped by somebody. Mm -hmm. But we both cheered very loud at that, that he got that point. And then I think she was okay. But she was super nervous that people were going to, like... Oh, God, I was nervous. I kind of was, too. I mean, I don't really care, but... I was very tense. Like, I'm a grown woman, and I'm apparently a level 87 adult or whatever it was that you said, and I cried for four days when a hockey player got traded, so that should tell you. That was a very emotional day for us. It for was a very emotional too. day, because we were both leaving the school that we had taught at. And loved. And loved, and I was, like, driving home, and my phone's blowing up. Yeah. And I figured one of two things has happened, like... I don't know, my dad's in a car accident, my mom's trying to get a hold of me, or Taylor Hall gets traded, because I don't know what else in my life would elicit that kind of response, Mm -hmm. and it was the trade, and I went to my mom's house, and I gave her a hug, and she's like, what's wrong? And I told her that I was very sad, and she thought it was because it was the end of the school year, and I said, no, Taylor Hall got traded, and then I cried for like an hour. Mm -hmm. I did too. My husband had just gotten a call from, or just gotten off from a call shift. And he woke up hours later, and I was still, I was upset. I was emotional. He was like, God, those idiots. He was on my side, which was really great. Well, and then on, it was a Wednesday, and so on Wednesday nights, my friends and I, we go downtown and we play trivia at a bar downtown, and I went because I thought I should leave the house. Um, I think that was the last time I left the house until the following Monday. But anyway, um, I got there, and all of my friends were very concerned because it was very clear that I had been crying, Mm -hmm. and they were very worried about me. Um, And, like, rightly so. I wasn't, like, suicidal or anything, but I was pretty upset. There's an element of feeling bereft. Oh, yeah. I just wanted him to make the playoffs. That's all I I wanted. This is really... Taylor Hall. It really is. It's, oh, I don't know what I'm we so expected. Sorry, this is what, no, this is why we're tra- this is what we're trashy about and why we're friends. So yes. like, I don't really know what else to say. Um, we have on our little script here the Taylor Hall social media report sponsored by Jackling's Beef Jerky, but not really. Um, <laughs> but Kelsey did mention earlier that she gets notifications for his social media um, mm-hmm. on her phone, and so do I. And so last semester I had a prep period um, in the morning, and after. Taylor Hall had, like, gotten back on Instagram. It was probably the next post that he had made, and I had set the alert. And so I get this alert, and I lost my mind. And then I texted Kelsey, and I was like, oh, my God, he posted something on Instagram. Because with the alert, it's the same type of alert when someone messaged you or comments on your thing or likes your thing. So it freaks you out because it said Halsey09, and you're like, oh, my God, he liked my thing. That's what but I did. <laughs> And it still tricks me every single yeah. time. He doesn't post very often, so it's probably good for my heart. But the last one, way. solid gold. Oh, so good. So good. We won't mention nope. any further. <laughs> nope, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, this is not maybe the Garbage Fire podcast. Maybe this is um, the Taylor Hall Garbage Fire podcast. I don't know. 
Now, I feel like we've gotten a lot of the initial yeah. stuff out. Yeah. I think moving forward. We will talk about him every time. It is guaranteed. Just yeah. live with it. If not only for the social media part sponsored by Jack Link's Beef Jerky. <laughs> kind of not really. But not really. It's funny you're coming for me because I am vegetarian, so I don't eat yeah. beef jerky. It would be funny. I don't know. We need someone to like, buy like meat restaurant or whatever. That's what it should be. It'd be even funnier. We'll come up with a good pun. We will come up with a good one. Uh, so last thing I really want to talk about is something that I'm trash for right now, which are, there's two things, three things actually, because it's spring break, so I've been watching a lot of television, but I'm really into the Netflix show Riverdale. I was a huge Archie Comics fan as a kid, and this is... Nothing like the comics. Nothing like the comics. Not even a little bit. But this is the level of trash I was for Archie Comics, because I was such a big reader, obviously as a teacher and someone who is a nerd like I am that my dad no one knows this except for my family internet my dad called me Jughead for years years and years and years and years also because I would eat and eat and eat this is the greatest and thing I'm a I've petite person learned. so I would like never gain weight or anything and he just consumes so that's a little tip did you also wear a weird cardboard crown no I wish and also never went as like Jughead for Halloween or anything once Harry Potter and if those pictures come out, I will fly New Zealand and just start She life. also did... Were you Wayne or Garth? I can't remember. I was Wayne. Yeah, she was Wayne from Wayne's World a couple years ago at school. It was pretty good. It was pretty good, yeah. If you're lucky enough to follow her on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is private, but if you're lucky enough, you can see the pictures there. If you got good stuff, I'll, I'll follow you back. And if you're, if you're not a student, no students. No students. No students. Sorry, no. students. We don't like students. No. Um, so Riverdale's fantastic because it's a classic... Just awful teenage drama. It's really bad. It's so bad that it's good. I love Fast and the Furious, and I know they're bad, and I can't even watch Riverdale. (laughs) That's how bad it is. What turns it into something uncomfortable for me, though, is if you're familiar with the comics, there's, you know, Archie, Betty, Reggie, Veronica, Jackhead, etc. And then, because they're teenagers, there's the school staff. Those are characters in the comics. And in the comics, they're old people they're, they're like their people. parents age yes or older or seniors and in the show they're not they're very young like Are miss grundy is like 30 30 maybe i don't even think she's that yes. old and she's sleeping with archie yes and it would make me because i am a teacher like physically uncomfortable i would if i was wearing a sweater face would go into the sweater so that i would like protect myself from whatever was happening it, it's kind of very dawson's creek-esque in that way I haven't seen Dawson's. I'm terrible. What? I know. Oh my god. I think I was like six when it was happening, though. Oh, you're so See, this young. is the age it's gap. Yes, but isn't it on Netflix? Or it was. I don't think so. I thought it was. Have you seen Gilmore Girls? Mm. What? <laughs> no. Oh my god. But anyway, Riverdale, something everyone should be excited about, is very addictive and trashy in the way i've heard it's akin to something like pretty little liars or whatever that show is about gossip girl i loved gossip girl for the record each episode gives you a little bit of the mystery that makes you have a theory and everybody's what's the underlying story who's jason blossom oh right what's Mm -hmm. his sister name cheryl Cheryl, craziest person Alyssa fox if you're reading shout out to Alyssa fox because she loves this as much as i do we watch it together but it's been about three weeks since the last episode, and I'm on a real withdrawal. No. How dare <laughs> you? How dare you? I was guaranteed one season. Don't take it away from me. What if that's all it was? 
No, they're they're on Netflix. Oh, okay. They're just waiting. Oh, okay. There's a three week gap for because it airs first on the CW on the Thursday. Oh. Okay. And then it gets posted to Netflix and counted on the Friday. So speaking of CW shows, also a terrible CW show, Supergirl. I'm just gonna leave it there. It's garbage. Okay. I believe you. I trust you. So I tried trash. to. I watched the first season of The Flash, and it just didn't work for me. But the other thing I'm super trash for because it's spring break, and I have so much more time. And I kid you not, this is very unlike me, and you will know this. I stayed up for the past three nights until two thirty in the morning. That's unlike her. Just starting watching this show, this amazing show, Mozart in the Jungle. What? Have you heard of it? No. Is it on Netflix? No, it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. It's amazing. What's it's it about. Uh, it's so good. It's about the New York Symphony. And this girl, who's an opist, who's trying to get into the New York Symphony. But the best part is um, the maestro, the conductor, is uh, Gail Garcia Bernal. Yeah. Oh, I have heard of this. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's so... It won the Globes last year for him for actor in the comedy series. And I was like, what is it? I honestly thought it was a children's show. Because it's like Mozart in the Jungle, yeah, right? sounds like it could be, like Curious George or something. But the first episode, they're like taking drugs, they're having sex. What? I was like, oh my god, what is happening? And I'm on midway through season two now. How many episodes is that? Uh, that is eight. No, there's ten each season. So I'm like 17 in. So <laughs> you've watched 17 episodes in three days? Yeah. You and I also hero. I also started and finished Man in the High Castle what? since Thursday. Also Amazon Prime. I'm wow. getting that Prime membership, so I'm really yeah, no, getting everything out of it. Um, I watched the first two episodes of The Last Kingdom on Netflix. Mm. Um, Which one is that? Season two, because season one aired last year. It's about England before it was unified under mm. King Alfred and... King Alfred is like the king of Wessex and they're fighting the Saxons and the Danes and I've read all the books and they're great and then I heard they were making a TV show and I got super excited and it is phenomenal. Um, one of my Twitter followers was looking for something to watch on a flight to Costa Rica and I suggested that she watch the first season of The Last Kingdom and then she tweeted at me and she's like, what did you get me hooked onto? And my only response was, Saxon porn. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. It's amazing. <laughs> But the books are really good. It's by um, Bernard Cornwell, and he's a very good historical fiction author. But yeah. And this Mozart in the Jungle is based off this woman's memoir. Ooh. This oboist and her real life. Interesting. Yeah, that makes really it sound even more interesting. It's really good. And Gail Garcia. Bernal I would rather watch that gorgeous. probably forty times and try and watch Riverdale again. It's it's really bad. I had to because I. F- forgot what happened i went back and watched like one episode it was episode four or whatever and even the second time through i was like this is bad it's so bad but when it's happening oh my cheeks are flushed <laughs> my heart is beating everything we've we know where polly is polly is safe and found that was such a huge development yeah oh. i stopped before i got to that point oh you gotta you gotta commit just go, go the way four through days before i gotta go back to work we'll see what happens mm-hmm um, I feel like that about The Walking Dead. I know you don't watch The Walking Dead, but she humored me once mm-hmm. a couple years ago and listened to me like complain about it for four hours after work one day. Um, I did do that. I'm a good friend. She is a you good friend. You should all be so lucky. It's true. Because <laughs> not a lot of people would do that. And like, I like The Walking Dead and I like the premise behind it, but there are things about it that just drive me absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, there's a really good episode. This week's episode was not one of those. Um, the season finale, I believe, is next week. Or, like, Sunday or whatever. And, uh, yeah. 
it's just gonna be gross and bloody and disgusting and i think that's why i'm more into shows now that have limited structures or like 10 episode or 12 episode seasons because you don't get those trash episodes in between well the walking dead only has 16 episode seasons like it's not even like a full network run yeah and they still manage still to have at least two or three garbage episodes are they beyond text material now um kind of no the comics are well ahead of where the show is but a lot of the stuff that they're doing in the show is outside of the text Mm. so like there's a community of people that they learned um they're like the garbage pail kids because they live in a dump basically oh my god are we on the show (laughs) that would be amazing does that mean i can meet daryl dixon oh (laughs) that should have been how is that not there i don't know daryl dixon i'm all over that um no it's it's they're like these garbage pail kids and they live in this dump and somehow they have this weird speech affect that makes me think they were like hill people before the turn and then like is it stop talking to each other like they don't speak in complete sentences oh. but they all speak english it's very it's very very bizarre like i don't know like in sentence fragments like it's like reading a student's paper that's <laughs> all sentence fragments like a really written grade 10 <laughs> essay yes um but no it's just it's very weird because they don't have a reason to talk like that because it's not like they've come from somewhere else or whatever or that mm-hmm. they were silent for years and years and now we're just talking they just talk weird and it doesn't make any sense and they're apparently not in the comics i don't know Mm. yeah but like i'll watch it and then i'll text a friend of mine i'm like i hate this stupid show and then she's like me too it made me cry because that's what it does most of the time that's what it's like when you're in the dumpster it's true we are in the dumpster really far Mm -hmm. um there's been a lot of times the last like month (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where I'll text Kelsey and I'll be like, welcome to the dumpster, it's so good! Because it really is. Yeah, and it's usually something I... Fu- a text or something I would feel but never say. Yeah. And finally get the guts to say yeah. out in the universe. And you're like, welcome. Yeah, it's welcome to, to the dumpster. You. I can't remember what the last time was. Oh, something about some Jamie Ben. Oh, it was a as joke. joke yes. that I took a shot at. I'm so tired. So tired of those. How They're never going to go away. Those? They will literally never get old. I know, but I just, I feel, I feel so bad for whoever he's dating. That's the problem. I don't feel bad for her. It's not like she doesn't know. All she's got to do is check Twitter. Like, I feel if you check. I think she knows outside of Twitter. But like, Let's when they first start dating, like, all you have to do is check what people say about him on Twitter. And, like, I don't know. I feel like people who date hockey players don't engage with that, though. Not very often, no. Because I think it would be hard to. That would be tough to see, like, people talking shit about your boyfriend. Yeah. Because of, like, I don't know, a broken up pass or whatever. Like, whatever the case would be. That would be really, that would be hard, I think. You just got to get ahead of that like I do and just complain about that person yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's very true. But yeah, the Jamie Ben jokes, that was probably the last time because she made a really good one. It may or may not have like turned into a talk about Taylor Hall. Which oh, it always like, is. Yeah, it, it does. It always is. And, and we just were like so far in the dumpster. We need a bigger dumpster. Yeah. Basically. For all the trash above us that oh, we produce. So we're self-producing dumpster. We really are. Is it a Self-replicating? Dumpster? Maybe it's like a compost heap. Because I feel like we're doing a little bit of good. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what good is. Good for us. Yeah, it's good for us. And like, I'm sure like Mike Eaton will think this is funny. Maybe. I hope so. God, Mike. 
Please, give us good feedback. <laughs> I'll give you money. I'll get a library card. I have a library. You don't have a library. I think card? I do. Maybe I do. Yeah, I do, but I can't like do any. I can't take out any books or anything online because I have to actually like, go and register it. Or oh my god! Now Mike's l- stop listing. Yeah, <laughs> I have been to the library and I have used the card to like take stuff out in branch. Good, but not. I can't like download an ebook because I have to go register something at the library, and that seems like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. This getting this set up was a lot of work. I don't know if we're <laughs> capable of that. No, I feel like we should have filmed us getting this set up. <laughs> <laughs> just behind the scenes, pure entertainment. It was a comedy of errors. But we're good. Was. We got this. We got it figured out. We got it Did all we get any out. emails? We didn't get any emails. Oh. The only email we got was from I Suck at Picking because he sent us a logo. We love you. Um, And yeah, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you should. Because even if you're not an Oilers fan, he photoshops some really great stuff sometimes. He's the greatest content creator on Twitter by far. Um... Uh, He's pretty good. Mike Fail is pretty good too. I don't know if you follow Mike Fail. I don't. But you should. He's a Flames I know fan. He's, but he's a Taylor Hall fan. I remember. He is from, a Taylor Hall fan. I we, remember from North by North Grads, R.I.B. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, that was a good podcast. It was. This will be better. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I'm just saying. If any of those boys listen, I'm going to be real embarrassed. I hope they do. I'll send them the link. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why not? Whatever. And uh, then it'll be a test, because I have to listen right to the end yeah, to hear this. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, Mike, you should follow Mike Fail on Twitter. He's a Flames fan. If you don't like the Flames, that's your fault for being a weird Oilers fan about it. But he mm-hmm. creates really good content. Like, to the point that last night, he photoshopped um, that Drew Doughty quote about why the Oilers are better. Or maybe it was last week. Anyway, whatever. But why the Oilers are better, because their forwards actually play defense. Mm. Um, Fail deleted all of the text off that block quote on Sportsnet and made it about Doughty being a flat earth truther. Oh yeah! <laughs> I did see that. That was and amazing. And somebody thought that it was real. Wasn't that the Shaq quote? And it was kind con- it might have been the Shaq quote, I don't know, but it was really amazing because someone thought that Doughty had actually responded to a question about why the Oilers were better <laughs> with a flat earth answer and it was kind of incredible. <laughs> Oh, so, I like, feel sad for that person. I feel like I feel like I suck and Mike Fail are two of the best content creators out there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the visual tweeter media, yeah, and they're like also super cool people. So there's that as well. Um, I have not had the pleasure. I know we got to rectify that. I'm terrible though yeah. at being a public person. It's really funny because I'm super introverted too, but like in the right environment, and Kelsey can totally attest to this, I am super outgoing and like will have a really good time talking to people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's like a very specific environment with a very specific group of people. Yeah. Even if I've never met them, I'm generally comfortable. Um, and on that, I guess. Um, should we go to thank yous? We should go to thank yous. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay, I just want to thank. My love, Rishi Jaipal. Not love, her husband. Not my husband. Her, oh, her God, lover, I wish. though. No. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> He's not, it's not, it's He not was true. the MC at our wedding, and he posted a picture on his Instagram of me, him, and Chris, and his cousin thought that I had married Rishi, and, like, it was from our wedding. That's amazing. And it was, like, this great comment chain below where he was like, good job, man, she's beautiful. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I wish, and I was like, me too. <laughs> It was real amazing. Uh, but thanks, Rishi, for your awesome recommendations of um, some tech and some microphones and all that stuff, and also your animal magnetism that I enjoy every day. Anything for you? 
Um, I want to, yeah, say thanks to um, I Suck at Picking for the picture that will be up on our SoundCloud uh, mm-hmm. whenever we get that around. Amazing. We'll tweet this out, um, and you can find this at some point in time. I also want to thank my mom for listening. Sorry for swearing. I'll try not to do it so much next time. <laughs> and really, it wasn't very much at all. Um, and Mike Eaton for listening. Mm-hmm. And the boys from North by North Grits. Um, because their podcast, The Day That Taylor Hall Got Traded, fueled my rage. Oh, it made uh, me feel so my... angry and so happy at the same time. Yeah, I wrote my thing on the Oilers rig about Taylor Hall leaving. And I listened to that like on loop while I was writing. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning. And uh, Gene Schwartz's rage gave me life. And mm-hmm. that was pretty great. Miss you, Gene Schwartz. Um, I don't know. I would like to thank the Oilers as well. This is going to sound really weird. Um, for being super garbagey for the last 11 years. Absolutely. And, you know, being bad enough to draft four number one picks and uh, being lucky enough to get Connor McDavid. But because they've been so bad, I have some really great people in my life that I never would have met had it not been for the Oilers. And it's all because, like, I've met them through Twitter and I got involved in writing about them. Um, and so then last night when I changed my Twitter picture and people were like super excited to see what it was going to be, that's because the others were terrible. So thanks for being awful. And also it makes this point so much sweeter. Oh, so good. If they had been, you know, on that cusp of eighth over and over and over again, this wouldn't feel as great as it does. But to go from like 30th to 30th to 27th to 30th to 29th to 28th to Mm -hmm. 30th to Connor McDavid... It's pretty sweet. And now this, like legit playoffs. What? Crazy. It is. It's uh it'll be good, probably. I hope they don't do the Winnipeg thing. I want them to win at least one game in the playoffs. Because if they get swept, that would be terrible. Yeah. Plus it would be just fuel for awful Twitter conversations and I'm not ready for that. No. No. I think whenever the season's done I'm gonna take a long Twitter break. And by a long Twitter break I mean like three days. <laughs> Probably. I did that over the summer after the whole Taylor Hall thing. It was very freeing, it I would must be. say. But I got quite lonely and bored. <laughs> All my friends are on the internet. <laughs> I don't talk to anyone in real life. Kelsey's actually not here in my kitchen right now. <laughs> We're doing this over Skype, which is oh why there's God. a weird delay. If we figure it out how not to do it in the same place, that's Oh, it's totally, it's totally doable. Future goals. Really? This is kind of fun. It is kind of fun. This, this Otherwise, we don't see each other. No. Because we're if in we still work places. together, we would just do it at work, obviously. Yes. But... No. Acoustics wouldn't be as great. No. It's actually pretty good. I'm, I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. It's The sound is not terrible. And then watch my neighbors go home and slam the door and just ruin everything. So <laughs> we should probably wrap this up before that happens. Um, okay, so we've got a Twitter account. You can find us on Twitter at... Garbage Fire Pod. Um, so if you want to send stuff our way that'd be great and even if it's like questions you know would you rather's stuff that we could talk about that you want to hear opinions about send those to us we're looking for material obviously if you made it through the first episode we've got some things we want to talk about in the future but do you have some things um i just want to point out that my computer has enough storage on it that we could record another 445 hours and 20 minutes of this so if that's a thing you're interested in send Send us some some stuff (laughs) otherwise it's going to be 445 hours of taylor hall and 20 minutes of everything else Mm -hmm. i'm okay with that ratio i'm okay with it too but i don't know if anyone would listen i think my mom would even turn it off she'd be like you already said that megan you need some fresh material like yes that's true true. (laughs) we do need some fresh material 
But we have playoffs to talk about next we time. We do. So that's good. It'll be more... And by this, maybe by the time we record another one, I will have seen Fast and Furious 8, and then I can mm-hmm. talk about how amazing it was. Mm-hmm. And how excited I am for Guardians of the Galaxy and also Baywatch. Do you think I need to see 7 to see 8? Maybe. Probably. Well, no, because it kind of closes a chapter. Seven sort of really closes a chapter, like the whole Paul Walker thing and whatever. I think eight is maybe not quite standalone, but it probably like reinvents kind of like four did. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe we could talk about that. Maybe I'll go too. Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, Twitter. You can find us at GarbageFirePod on Twitter. Um, yeah, like Kelsey said, if you have any questions or you want uh, to hear us talk about something or you want us to not talk about something, let us know. And there is an email. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, our email is garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you feel compelled to send an email that would be considered unkind or rude or what you want to do is just read that email aloud to yourself because that's the only person who wants to hear that opinion. But if you got questions and positive things, please send them. We'd love to hear that. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully you'll listen again, maybe? Maybe in two-ish weeks. Two-ish weeks. That's what we're aiming for. That's what we're aiming for right now, because, like, work's real busy and stuff. Mm -hmm. If we worked in the same place, it would be so much easier. Yes, but that's not possible. Not right now. But yeah, so we'll be back in a couple weeks, and uh, hopefully we didn't lose all of you. Hopefully there's some nugget there that's interesting. Maybe. Thanks for joining us in the dumpster, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.